Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere and a very good Sunday, 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 another brand new piping hot edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. God bless America. And the mail bag is bursting. Next thing I know, I just saw this white thing flying at my face. Tons and tons of letters and we will answer all of the letters well, if we have time. We have a finite amount of time. As you know, Danny, even though we're on a podcast, which in theory could go on forever, it has been proven if you go on too long, boring, people don't listen. So there's a finite amount of time. And then after that, we must go away. Yeah, I feel like the 40-minute mark we usually hit is the perfect amount of time. Instead of a two-hour countdown show, we still get to be Casey Kasem, but for 40 minutes. Yeah, and if we were making Joe Rogan money, we might do a four-hour podcast. Yeah, I got some, <laughs> got some money here. That, that's the, the way that that works there. Now, we mentioned on the Saturday podcast, you were, you were kidding around about America Online, right? We were talking about AOL yes. and all that. And so before we get into the mailbag, this will bring back memories. This is your first experience with the internet. If you're below a certain age, you'll say, well, that's just a bunch of old people. That's just old people playing a soundbite. Who cares about that? But this is how the internet was when I first got on the chat rooms and all that stuff. Here's how it sounded on the internet back in the day. <laughs> great. <laughs> Imagine the America Online logo. Don't touch the phone in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm trying to get on the internet. <laughs> no! Don't touch the phone in the kitchen. My ears are... Uh, uh, let's see. Will we connect? Connected! Oh, it's <laughs> dialing again. I don't know why it keeps dialing. I don't oh, man. All right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what the heck? Why not? Amount of time it would take to connect. Oh, and then you get cut off, and then you have to do it all over again. Yeah. Like, what are oh, we doing man. here? Kids don't know the struggle. Man, oh, man, oh, man. All right, let's go to it. Here we go. You've got mail. Yes, we do. These are actual letters sent in by actual listeners, and we, we must play the proper song here. Our guy, Ohio Al. Ben's Yes, and the first letter this week comes from Cliff from Nashville. By the way, if you want to send a letter, you can send it right now. You can email me and Danny, realfifthhour at gmail.com, realfifthhour at gmail.com, or 
You can wait until Monday or Tuesday on the Facebook page, Ben Maller's show, and I'll post something on there, usually in the morning. Send it in, and uh, we might use your email on the show in a future edition of the Fifth Hour. So Cliff from Nashville writes, and he says, I wanted to recognize Danny G for a very fun and entertaining weekend in your absence. Grazie, grazie. Ben, after your successful cross-country tour, are there any plans for an international journey? So, so the way I'll answer that, Cliff, is uh, first, thank you. Uh, and thank Danny G for doing a great job and, and making sure the podcast continued, even though I was away on assignment at a family function. Uh, so I have no plans to go international. My wife, on the other hand, has tremendous plans to go international. She would like to go visit just about every country outside of North Korea and a few places in the Middle East. She would like to visit everywhere. And, uh, you know, so uh, I, I being married to her will likely be dragged around. I've not been outside of America. Or, I've been to Oceania. I've been North America and Oceania, which is Hawaii. Sounds better when you say Oceania. And, uh, th and that's it. So I'm not my, my my wife would love to go to Europe and just drive around and visit all the different countries and all that. And I knew it. I was going to say uh, she wants one of those Colin Cowherd Europe trips. Oh, yeah. Hanging out in the south of France, going to Norway. She wants to see the northern lights. Have you ever seen the northern lights, Danny, in your, in your time? I have not. I have not either. But that's one of the things. And she's got family from on her side. She got family from Italy. And from from Norway, you'd like to visit those places and all that stuff. So I'm sure at some point when we win the lottery or uh, I end up getting Dan Patrick money, that uh, that will happen. Until then, we'll be going to Santa Barbara on, on the window, places like that. We're more geographically desirable, which is not a bad life. No, no, not not a bad life at all. Not a bad life at all. I never really wanted to go anywhere when I was young. As I'm getting older, I must, it's a sign I'm getting old. Cause now I'm like kind of interested in it a little bit before I had no interest. I was like, I'm fine here. I don't need to go anywhere else. And yeah. people would say, Hey, you should go here, there. And, and I'd be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Our bodies are basically rotting away right now. So you start thinking about the places you would like to see before you croak. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's very nice of you to say. Well, we do have a fatal illness. It's called life. No one's gotten out alive. And from the moment you're born to the moment you check out, that's uh, yeah, there you go. You got to have a, just a, a finite amount uh, of time. All right. Uh, what about you, Danny? Any international? I guess you answered the question by saying, yes, you do want to <laughs> travel around, right? You've answered uh, yeah, my dad's side of the family are from Sicily, and I would love to go there and visit, have family there that run a wine bar Oh, nice! right on the water. Yeah. And my uncle went last year, they put him up. They had him help at the wine bar in the daytime. He loved it. And he was balling. He paid for a translator to follow him around. Oh, wow. How much did that cost? That must've cost a lot. Yeah. Some of his retirement money, man. All right. Well, that, that's cool. That is whatever bala bala. Yeah. And I'm like you. I'm trying to afford one hotel for one night in Santa Barbara. Yeah, exactly. he's got a translator in Sicily for a week. You, you got to go down to uh, drive the half uh, forty minutes down the road to uh, what's that? Uh, what's the town I'm thinking of? Uh, just south of Santa Barbara, uh, where they have the uh, the soup place. And, oh, uh, Buellton. Buellton, yeah, Buellton. Yeah, Buellton, Solvang, Buellton. Yep. I like Buellton and Solving. I like that area. We've talked about that. Yeah, right. Finnish Village. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. We'll, we'll stop. And if you're in L.A., drive north. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of neat. All right. Uh, yeah, there's an ostrich farm. You can stop there and eat ostrich. You're an inhuman monster! Yeah, and watch them run around at the same time. Yeah, All right. And then go to the restaurant and eat them. That's right. Oh, here we go. Helen and Stu from Palmetto Bay, Florida. And it says, Ben and Nanny G, like two peas in a pod studio. Love you in the fifth hour. Well, thank you, Helen and Stu. You two controversial kids, you. Uh, boys, the, in the mailbag, less is more. Lesson learned as Stu and I work to keep our bodies and now letters uh, tighter. Uh, Helen writes, a shout out to our new friend, Ozzy Momentum. The 2020 and we predict 2022 joke writer of the year. 
His support shows that our astute opinions have no boundaries. So uh, Helen's very happy. The, the, the ringing endorsement from Ozzy Momentum, uh, she says, Ben, on a personal note, add Stu and I to the fasting and time-restricted eating lifestyle. Yeah! Good job by you two. Uh, like you, we've greatly reduced our daily eating window. And for us, I have begun fasting uh, once every two weeks for 24 hours. Well, good. I've been doing this for several years. I've talked about it on the show. And I know there was a story in the New York Times a couple of weeks ago that said, oh, it doesn't, you, you don't lose any real weight because of this bullshit. Uh, I, I am a believer. I am part of the cult when it comes to intermittent fasting. And I plan on doing it. Uh, you know, I don't know when my time is going to be up, but the rest of my time here uh, on this little blue marble, I will be doing intermittent fasting. And it, it does annoy my wife on the weekends because she's, uh, she likes to you know, do her thing. She doesn't do the intermittent fasting. So it does annoy her a little bit. But I am all about that action. I don't know. That's what I am. So. Uh, anyway, the email continues. As for great unfiltered guest, please get Patrick Beverly. NBA player hater of the year on the show. I'd love to get Patrick Beverly on the show. Stu's favorite Pat Beverly quote. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go put water in Grayson Allen's mama's dish. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of vitriol, Danny, that Patrick Beverly got from ripping Chris Paul shows you he was right because people were not attacking what he said. They were attacking who Patrick Beverly is, which if you ever took a debate class back in the day, you know that Patrick Beverly was on the right side of that because they were throwing out all these ad, you know, all, all these nonsense uh, straw man arguments. And they were they were not attacking the meat of what Beverly said. Yeah. Ad hominem. Is that the term I was looking for? Ad hominem, I believe. is the Yeah, term. they said about Pat Bev. He's been a role player his whole career. He's never won anything. Yeah. Well, we weren't really talking about Pat Bev. We were talking about what just happened with CP3. Yeah, and Beverly was on TV. He was on TV to say outrageous things. He said outrageous things. And all these people who were very offended, they were their sensibilities were rocked because Patrick Beverly, how dare him not go along with the group think? Shame on you. And and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not surprising. It's that old cliche. He's one of those players where you love him when he's on your team and you hate him when he's on a different team. Yeah. Well, he's not, I'm not a Minnesota fan, but I love him from his Clipper days, but everyone wanted to box him. And it was like, come on, man. Got alone. Beverly's still celebrating the play in championship for the Timberwolves. He can't be bothered with this. He did Uh, have that good prediction. He was like, let's see who gets hurt first. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Who's going to have a a mysterious injury first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, Chris Paul. It was actually it was Chris Paul that did it, and, and it's so on brand with the NBA. It's all part of the shtick. And I, I don't hate the NBA. I talk about it. I wish these games had been more competitive this past week. We didn't get very many good games. We would need a referee in that interview, though, somebody to stick up for CP3 a little bit and some of his accomplishments. Because you and Pat Bev would be like that Spider Man meme. You guys would just be pointing at each other. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We would just be a couple of guys talking ball. That's all we'd be doing. What is still wrong with the Clippers? Uh, Helen continues the email. She says, boys, in closing, this week, a fan sued both the Jets and Giants, demanding they drop New York from their names. What say you? New York Jets or New Jersey Jets, New York Giants or New Jersey Giants, San Francisco 49ers or Santa Clara 49ers. And that that sign does fasting in Florida, Helen and Stu in Palmetto Bay. Yeah, so the whole team thing, I mean, we went through, I was talking to a buddy of mine this week. We were going back and forth because of that story with the New York slash New Jersey lawsuit, which is likely going to lead to nothing. Uh, it's it's branding, right? It's marketing. It's, uh, and I think you're allowed legally to do that. I guess we'll find out whether you're not allowed to do it because there's a bunch of teams that don't actually play yeah. where they are said to be from. Like, there is no actual Tampa Bay. Right. There's no the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's no Tampa Bay. There's Tampa and St. Petersburg. There's no city Tampa Bay. If you want to nitpick, you can go through that. The Cowboys play in Arlington, Texas. Don't the Raiders, isn't the Raiders Stadium actually in Paradise, Nevada? Well, that's the thing. If you want to get all technical, 
I mean, are they going to be the Chavez Ravine Dodgers? It's just <laughs> stupid. It's a region. It doesn't have to be the actual zip code of where the physical stadium is. In Chicago, they're talking about building something out in their suburbs, right? That's right. Yeah, my my family in Chicago lives out near where they're planning on building the uh, the stadium, which is about an hour, a little less than an hour outside of downtown Chicago. It's not next door. See, that would be dumb. All of a sudden, they can't be the Chicago Bears. They're going to be insert that town's name Bears. No, come on. Well, but at the same time, like Santa Clara, a decent drive with Bay Area traffic from San Francisco proper, Anaheim and Los Angeles, close to home where we broadcast from, the Los Angeles Angels who play in Anaheim, which in rush hour is three hours away from Dodger Stadium, uh, give or take. So leave it alone and leave the big city names up. That would be so weak if they were called the Santa Clara 49ers. We'd have no more Buffalo Bills. We'd have the Orchard Park Bills. Yeah. Could have that. And then we would have to get a team in Irwindale because it would only be fitting to have a team in the league with Irwindale in front of the team name. In the Dale, Irwindale. I laugh every time I drive past that pit. They filled it in now. They filled when I, I I used to be out that way. They filled in the pit. It's there's no more hole there. It's just a big a field of dirt. I wouldn't want to be on that. I would not want to be on that field of dirt though, if there's an earthquake. Because I don't I don't know what's going on underneath the surface on that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. All right, well, uh, keep it going here. This is the the mail bag. These are actual letters from actual listeners of the radio show. Say cheese. No, we're we're not doing cheese. We're doing this is important here. This is mail. This is actual mail. And uh, let's see uh, who is next. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. All right, Tammy in Montana writes it. Says, Ben and Danny, are you guys ever going to do a war of drops? Tammy says she loves hearing all the drops. More Tinderoni tips. That's old school. How about a lace caddy? Well, the problem with that is I have kind of a cheesy board of sound effects (laughs) that I have right here at my disposal. But Danny has the full Monty. He's got, he would blow me away. Yeah, that's Danny with the drops. The evil empire. Yeah, so I, I concede to you. I, I'll just tell you right now. Congratulations. Yeah, there's no contest when it comes to the drops. You're, you're the OG when it comes to drops, Danny. I can't compete with that. You know what's crazy, Ben? Last weekend, I had to have a friend at FSR Help me with my laptop because my memory is now completely full because my folder of Mallard drops is so huge right now. Oh, it's huge. Yes, it is. I I mean, it is wide and long. Laptop will not store anything else. So I literally was going in and deleting family photos. No, (laughs) it's okay. I got them backed up. They're old pictures. Well, I'm sure the company will take care of that right away, right? No, they will not take care of that. Uh, They're efforting no, it right now. They're efforting it. To Never uh, heard of them. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Tammy says, I hope uh, Ozzy Bowl move, Bowel movements. <laughs> Tammy. Ozzy Bowel movements wife has fill, filed for divorce since all he is interested in is hideous Helen's dirty, smelly, pus-filled, wart-covered, Harry Grandma Muff. Wow. Wait, can you say that on the podcast? I, I Don't ask me to say that again. That, that's a mouthful. Is, let's see. Uh, hideous Helen's dirty, smelly, pus-filled, wart-covered, Harry Grandma Muff. Wait, you just said it again. Oh, did I? Was that into the microphone? Bye-bye. I better go. I, man, all right. Uh, anyway, Hideous... This is from Tammy. Hideous ref, uh, reference to suffrage, KKK, and P1. She should know about women's suffrage since she was alive when it was voted on. Wow. Uh, Tammy's email continues attacking 
Helen and Stu. She says, yes, I am a P1, unlike hideous Helen, who can't figure out how to use a phone. Maybe one of her Johns could help her. Wow. Uh, to uh, couldn't uh, figure out how to use the phone to call and take on my verbal octagon challenge, or she is just a coward, Tammy writes. As far as those three letters I heard, since she wears a white sheet to cover her disgusting appearance, she was voted Grand Wizard, uh, Tammy says of Helen. Knowledgeable, kind, kick-ass are the three Ks I am associated with, Tammy in Montana writes. Okay, so things are going well between these two, right? It's a nice, nice friendship, nice bond that's going on here. No. Yeah. No. Okay. I got you. It's just another day at the podcast. They're going back. They're going back and forth at each other. I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! So this next one is one of the coolest emails I have got, and I thought it was a scam, but it was not. And I'm going to try to pronounce this person's name, Danny, and I'll not do it justice. The name Oivind Vang. Oivind Vang. Who? Does that ring a bell? Never heard of him. So I get this email. and Initially, I thought, well, this is probably somebody asking me for money, but I clicked it. It says, hello, I'm a radio enthusiast living in the city of Trodden, Trondheim in Norway. It's my hobby to catch different radio stations throughout the world. And at this time of the year, it's possible to hear quite a few stations broadcasting from the United States due to favorable atmospherical conditions. So what I do to record, you see, the guy says, uh, so what I I do is to record station identifications. And I, I send an audio clip and ask for a confirmation on my reception. Now, this actually, believe it or not, goes all the way back to December. Uh, guy says, on December 15th, on the 15th of December, I listened to W-E-N-E, Fox Sports, 1430 a.m. From 2.35 a.m. local time, just when the show comes on, a little after that, uh, 2.35 a.m. local time in New York State, and I made a recording at 3 a.m., which I attached, and then he sent a recording of W-E-N-E, and the email continues uh, and says, the, the point is that I collect verifications, and I, I would much appreciate if you would email me a confirmation of my reception, blah, 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 blah. He says the receiver he uses is pretty advanced and connected to a directional antenna, Ooh. and this equipment is situated on an island at our west coast, uh, west coast of Norway, close to the Atlantic, and not far from where I live in mid-Norway. And the, the guy's been around the block a few times. He says it's been my hobby since 1969. He says this is the first time I've ever heard W-E-N-E, 1430. And uh, so that is the email, and he sent me the audio link, and <laughs> did you click on it what were you rambling about on the air well it was the top of the hour and then it was my it was our show and i was uh it was uh, kind of staticky but the fact the guy's in freaking norway danny yeah the guy's in norway i don't know why he was this... carrying a kyler murray rant i know i know like, who the, who the, <laughs> you know what cares about that but that's kind of cool and especially the fact that this guy's still going for it he's obviously an older guy he's been doing this since 1969 but that he's still doing it at this point when you can just click on a website and knock yourself out, right? You don't, you don't need to necessarily go to the lengths that this guy's doing. But that's part of the magic of radio. To me, that's part of the magic of radio that, that this guy's doing it. I'm, I'm looking now. I went to – there's a pretty cool website if you're a radio nerd. Uh, radio and then slash a locator, uh, slash locator.com, I think it is, and – that you just type in cities or call letters and they'll give you the daytime coverage map and the nighttime coverage map. So I clicked on our affiliate in Endicott, New York. You hang up on yourself, King Eddie. That station at, at nighttime when I'm on that particular station is not 
a booming radio station. Uh, the the coverage on that it's five thousand watts, which is okay, but it's, you know we have fifty thousand watt stations all over the United States. Yeah, that station is located in Binghamton, New York. So from Binghamton, New York, all the way across the Atlantic, bouncing, 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 all the way to Norway, the middle of Norway. Yeah. Our electronics teacher, when I was a kid, used to tell us, think of a rock skipping on the water. And <laughs> yeah. you get that skip effect in the atmosphere, and so it could skip to another country. It's cool. It's old school. It's old school. I love that he's still doing it. So thank you for that email. Oivind Vang. From Trottenheim, Norway, a listener to the Ben Maller Show at Fox Sports Radio from Binghamton, New York, all the way to Norway. That was that was pretty cool. So, If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Let's go back to it. Pierre from Springfield writes, since it's been, I know that you've said the sponsors are not really keen on you improvising the ad copy, uh, he writes. But in this case, I feel like they would appreciate your input. I recently heard an ad by you for a popular sports betting site where you mentioned the conference finals and the four teams remaining, yet you didn't use your trademark final four. I feel this addition to the copy would really make the ad pop, signed Pierre. Well, that's that's a great idea. Uh, I did get a nice message, Danny, this week from a woman who's they listen. She listens with her husband to the show. Sometimes her husband's a, a P one. And she she said she wanted I, I debuted a new game on Monday night, Sunday to Monday, the Maller militia feud. So she commented on that. And she then said, I'd like you to keep saying the final four. My husband gets very upset. I'm paraphrasing. My husband gets very upset when you say that. And I like that. So keep saying it. So <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it for that woman is what I'm doing. Uh, that's, that's pretty funny. How did that game go for its debut? 
It actually went shockingly well. You've been with me for some terrible game show ideas that I've had. This actually was pretty popular. People liked it, which means it'll likely suck next week. But the, the beginning maiden voyage, very successful, very successful. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. And I might even give it more time next week. Here we go. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. Yay. All right. Kevin in Kansas writes and says, Dear Ben and Danny G, recently I had a dream where you and your crew were doing lame jokes of the week from a small bar that looked like a cave. Uh, he says, Eddie was face down on the table being your straight man. Roberto would pop out of some side room. Uh, periodically and coop uh, was uh, in a separate cave room with the body of a weightlifter and the head of a little boy uh, saying nothing wow it's quite the dream uh, you of course were your usual uh, serious self uh, ben and danny g what do you think that this dream means okay so you want to interpret the dream here uh what do you think danny you you into a dream interpretation what do you think's going on here with our buddy kevin in kansas uh, sounds like a freak show at the circus yeah yeah i like that he has eddie face down on the table that's what does that mean well you know because eddie's passed out he's at the, the small little bar he's, he's hammered it's- schnockered it's like his wife forcing him to be a chargers fan and he's getting a thunderbolt up the butt <laughs> and he's getting on cbs every charger game because the director says find me a charger fan and there's like five of them and they have to oh, no, that's a cheap shot all right how about uh, uh roberto coming out of a side room that sounds racist racist <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's got coop as a weightlifter but with a, the head uh, of a little boy well that you can explain that from the internet because they did one of those where are they now as far as child stars, child actors. And remember they had that buff looking guy that was supposed to be Coop as an adult. Oh yes. I remember that the tabloids in London did that. Yeah. yeah. That was quite hilarious. Uh, let's see. What is next? Here? All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. All right. Nick in Wisconsin writes in says I recently injured my back. I fractured it. And with certain movements, it hurts like a son of a bitch. Question for you guys is what is the worst pain you have ever experienced? And what was the injury getting hit in the nuts excluded? <laughs> so the worst pain I've ever felt was the gallbladder a couple of years back. And I had my gallbladder cut out of me and I was in the hospital for a week. And that was, that was horrific. Uh, I also, I injured my tailbone years ago and that was a real, real nasty situation with the tailbone. Those are probably the two worst things. The tailbone, you, you, you have to, everywhere you sit, it, it's painful. And you, you can't get comfortable. And you got to get one of those pads with like a donut pad so you can sit down. It's, it's terrible. What about you, Danny? Oh, the kidney stone is the worst thing a man can deal with. They say it's worse than childbirth. And I believe it, Ben, because yeah. you are sitting in a scalding hot bathtub just rocking back and forth. wishing you were just dead because it's that sort of pain where you would just rather be dead it hurts that bad wow um i've never felt anything like that and when you go through that and you're done you feel like well i pretty much died and came back i could go through anything yeah that's kind of how i felt with the gallbladder thing i was like well i mean i'm here still and so that was pretty nasty and i survived that so i'll just keep going I'll keep keep doing my thing. Uh, let's see here. Who is next? I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! Fred in Spring, Texas writes, he says, hey there, welcome back. When preparing your Maller monologues, Fred says, do you compose the monologue, then pick out your three key words, or do you first pick your key words and then flesh out the monologue? So, Fred, there's a method to the madness. You're never supposed to know how they make the hot dog. Please. I was just going to say, I don't want to know this. It's going to yeah. ruin it for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I won't give it away. I'll, I'll just say that it's there's not one consistent formula, and there's a lot of bullet points and putting things, ideas together and things. I, you know, So just just listen. You don't want to know. Just enjoy the baba ganoush. Exactly. Eat the baba ganoush. What's wrong with you? Eat the baba ganoush. I, I didn't mean to ruin his question there, but there are some things in radio that even us radio guys 
don't want to know the answer to. That is correct. See, right? It's like magic. I love magic. But once you learn how a trick's done, it ruins magic a little bit. You're like, wait a minute. Because then I'm going to hear you cooking up the stew in your monologue, and I'm going to be like, I know exactly how he did that, and I'll just turn the channel. This is not the number one station anymore, is it? I'm proud of myself, though, this week, Danny, because I I mentioned Lionel Richie and the Commodores (laughs) in a a Dallas Maverick monologue. Uh, I I was happy about that. I'm patting myself on the back for that. And I know that's an outdated reference, but the Commodores, I, I... made a reference to they missed all those shots back in game one, the Mavericks. So I, I said, it's like, it's like Lionel Richie and the Commodores, a brick house. But I'm pumped. You know, it's cool is when you were away on your travels, I found that old Lionel Richie drop. Oh, uh, you, you found Insta, that the classic one? The advice line where the caller would call in all the time and then he'd be like, Oh, you should listen to Lionel Richie. Hello. <laughs> I remember that. That's yeah. great. The Lionel Richie guy. Oh, I, yeah, I forgot about that guy. He just he immediately came back. And... All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. All right, Mr. Luciano writes and he says, question for both you guys on the podcast. If you guys were not on the radio, what other things do you guys see yourself doing for a living? Uh, he says, uh, and then he has more. He says, one last thing. Kudos to both of you on doing a great job with the podcast. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen or Steph Curry and Clay Thompson have nothing on you. That's Mr. Luciano. So we get asked this question from time to time. What would you do if you weren't in radio? And we've got bills to pay, so we'd have to get a job. I've often said in the past, Danny, that I would work at Costco. I'd be the shopping cart guy. That would be my thing. Uh, I think also, like, being a lawyer would be kind of cool if I could do that. Uh, Playing the stock market, investments. Something along could, those lines. I could see you arguing in court. You would just start yelling louder than everybody else. No, I just saw you. That's a red herring. That's a red herring. That's a red herring. That's a, that's a straw that's a man. Sequitur. That's a non sequitur. <laughs> you have the facts. You, you, you pound the facts. You, you have no facts. You pound the table or something like that. But the, <laughs> What would you do, Danny? Have you changed from last time we got asked this question? Have you? I don't know. Uh, realistically, I would be a house guest of Weed Man Hippie. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're pushing a shopping cart somewhere? Yeah. Just yeah. living on the beach carefree. Dream-wise, dream scenario, I would be like a fire captain. Follow in my grandfather's footsteps and run a firehouse. Now, when I was back east, they have the, the smaller city, especially in the south, I saw where they're like local neighborhood firehouses. But in where we are, we don't have that. We have like professional firefighters. Yeah. It's an so I would have to move to the East Coast. You could probably do that right now. If you lived in like North Carolina, you could be a community firefighter. Well, that's probably what I'm going to wind up doing after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <with> the <laughs> amount of money. Uh, I got mail. Yeah. Yay. Right. I got mail. Yay. Just getting a lot of your time today. Adrian in the Mile High City writes in. He says, Ben and Danny G. Uh, During the last few weeks, I've been able to catch up on the Overnight Show podcast episodes while driving the water meter reading vehicle at my job. And he says, what's with this guy, Joe, in Rhode Island? And we haven't heard from my favorite caller in a while, Sean, the hood guy. All right, well, keep listening to the podcast, Adrian, because you'll be in for a treat. Uh, There's a big update on Joe in Rhode Island. and, uh, And we also had a call from Sean, the hood guy. Uh, And then uh, Adrian says there is a computer mounted over the passenger seat. As I drive, the antenna on the top of the vehicle picks up the water meter and reads, and there's a little dot on the screen and it disappears. Think of it as a giant Pac-Man game. And you can't see this, Danny, but he sent me a photograph and it does look like a video game. That's pretty cool. So he drives around and then just make sure all the dots are clicked and then he's good to go. He also says my wife and I, uh, Adrian says, were at Costco a few weeks ago, and I was pleased to see samples are back. One guy even hooked me up with a red bag of kettle corn chips. I was like, kettle corn, uh, you'll like these chips. He sent me a photo. Uh, Try them out next time you're at Costco. I also saw a huge bag of the Maller Cold Remedy, and he's got, of course, garlic. 
in case you ever need to stock the medicine cabinets of the kitchen uh, for the Maller pizza pie. And he says, lastly, when will you be in Denver for a meet and greet? We could all meet at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill in Greenwood Village for a Maller Buffalo chicken sandwich. Signed, Adrian in the Mile High City. I would love to visit Denver and hang out and eat the chicken sandwich. We should make that happen. And I, I was excited. I, I did my first Maller meet and greet since Seattle in Appleton, Wisconsin, a couple weeks ago. And that was cool. And if you can do a Maller meet and greet in Green Bay slash Appleton, you can do it anywhere. You know, we were just talking, Danny, about surviving you kidney stones and me, the the, the gallbladder, and you feel like you're invincible. Well, when you do a meet and greet in Appleton, Wisconsin, you feel like you can literally meet anyone, anywhere, at any time, any place. So Denver would be outstanding. Uh, lots of great places to eat. Obviously, your signature dish there. And lots of cool people, lots of good things to smoke and drink. And, <laughs> right. and Ben, you could get $8 loaded nachos at the stadium there and watch the Rockies lose to our Dodgers. That's what me and the Tinderoni did at the start of last baseball season. We flew with the kids to Denver, went to watch our Dodgers beat the Rockies, and we were blown away by the reasonable prices inside the stadium. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's neat. Yeah. $5 Coke. $5. Yeah, which is still too much. But compared to what we're used to. Yeah, it basically is half of what we have to pay here where we live. Yeah, it's uh, wild and crazy. Uh, all right, we'll keep it going here on the uh, email. You've got mail. Uh, good to hear from Adrian. Adrian is like a super-duper fan. Like, this guy's next level. Like, he has his kids wearing Maller-themed shirts and stuff. It's wild. Anyway, I, I got to meet Adrian at some point. I got to come to Denver to meet Adrian. Or next time he's in L.A. at Disneyland, I'll meet him. Chris in Maricopa, Iowa, says, For both you, Ben and Danny G, do you subscribe to the household law of if it's yellow, let it mellow, and if it's brown, flush it down in the land of bathroom etiquette? And he says, P.S. Go Raiders from chris yeah i like chris of course you do he's a fellow raiders fan how upset were you by the way danny that story that came out the other day that the nfl considered moving the raiders to st louis and changing the name of the rebranding the team uh that would have sucked what would you have done i i would have had to find a different team to root for yeah i would have had people vote on it the way you used to Oh, that was a fun bit until they started uh, voting me a Jags fan and a Browns fan and a Jets fan. For a while, I was a Cowboy fan, Patriot fan. It was going uh, good. Rocking a Raider hat. You look good in that Raider hat. All right. Yeah. Do you still have your, your Raider hat? I do. I have a Ben Maller Raider hat. Yeah. Ben, you're the pirate on the hat. The greatest thing about that is no one knows unless they, they're in on the joke. So they think that's just a regular Raider logo, but it's been doctored. Uh, as far as the uh, yellow, let it mellow, uh, brown, flush it down. I flush everything. I'm a flusher. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Nothing should be left in the bowl when you're finished. Flush everything. And people that let the yellow, like my cousin does this. I would visit him up in the Bay Area, and he would always have this gross pee sitting in his toilet. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm saving water. And I'm like, yeah, you're stinking up the bathroom is what you're doing. That old urine smell is one of the worst smells. So how anybody can have that in their restroom, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a nasty smell. And, and then and if you leave it in long enough, your toilet starts to turn yellow. You got to put bleach in there. It's a whole big to do. Who wants to deal with that bullshit? Uh, I, I certainly don't. Uh, uh, when you're on the throne... When you get off the throne, you uh, you hit that little button right there and uh, the little switch, and then all of a sudden it goes away. All right, it all that's it. It's all gone. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, Michael, listener Michael writes in. He says, uh, it's a Cup fan, Mike, from Fort Wayne, Indiana. He says, are animal crackers a cookie or a cracker? All right, uh, Danny, cookie or a cracker? Well, I would say since the name is cracker, I go cracker. And it makes you think that you're eating something that's somewhat healthy because a cracker on my big board, Danny, is healthier than a cookie. So if you tell yourself you're eating an animal cracker and it's not a cookie, then boom, you're, you're just a little bit healthier. But I would just push back on this because there's a lot of sugar in it. You're eating sugar. You're not eating a salty cracker. That's true, but it's like breakfast cereal. You know, the the, the cookie. What's the cookie th- cereal I'm thinking of here that I, I can't. Cookie crisp. Cookie crisp. Yeah, you're eating little chocolate chip cookies. True. Or but it's in the form of a cereal with milk. Yeah, but they call it a breakfast food. Like breakfast is supposed to be healthy. You're eating chocolate chip cookies or sit a little yeah. cinnamon rolls or whatever, and so. Yeah, but breakfast could be sweet or it could be salty or both. I just I, think of cracker. I think of a saltine and a or a wheat thin or like your crack ass cracker. Not oh, I love wheat thins, man. I could eat I, oh dude. Oh my god. They're like Pringles. They're the healthier version of Pringles. You once you start eating them, you just can't stop. I gotta get some wheat thins. I have not had wheat thins in some time, but I, I'll eat the whole box. I'll sit there yeah. and I will not stop till that thing's gone. I will consume the whole damn box. Yeah. Now that's a cracker. But that's a cracker. But the those animal things are sweetness. Yeah, if there's sweetness involved, to me, that's a cookie. Well, it's like those years ago when I was a, I was younger, my my mom would buy every new product at the grocery store to try out. You know, she saw something that she liked, which most people do. But uh, there was this there were these granola bars they were selling, but they were just chocolate bars. I'm convinced they had granola. But they had like nougat and and all the like this. It was all the ingredients of a candy bar, but they were they were marketed as a granola bar. And I would eat so many of those freaking things. I got so fat from eating, but I, but in my head, I'm eating granola bars. They're healthy. Can't be bad for you. Just happens to have chocolate on it. That's it. You know. I have bad flashbacks to where my mom would get trail mix, but instead of chocolate, it would be those carob chips. Oh, uh-huh. oh, yeah. Mom, like, you can't spring for some chocolate trail mix. What is this carob crap in here? 
Oh, nasty. Uh, that's not good. It's kind of like when you're at Easter, you get that Easter bunny and you bite into it. You think it's solid and then it's hollow. And you're like, what's what's up with that? You couldn't afford a, a nice, thick chocolate Easter bunny. You got to get the hollow one. What's up with that? All right. Uh, what is next here on the old mail bag? These, again, are actual letters from actual listeners to the show. And, mail, motherfucker. All right. Mike from Fullerton writes, and he says, with the Chargers schedule release video breaking all kinds of viewing records, is now the perfect time for Coop Scoop on Entertainment to start covering anime and video games as well. I guarantee it'll be the highest-rated segment of the show at Danny G's school. <laughs> now, Danny, are the kids at your school still into the anime? Is it all about that anime, boss? There's a couple of emo-looking kids who have some anime shirts that I've seen them wear. But other than that, I don't see it or hear about it. No. And it's funny also because this has come up in a conversation with my Tinderoni. She is convinced that all anime is porn. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her, I don't yeah. think you understand anime. Yeah, well, I have a, uh, a close relative, shall we say, who does enjoy the anime. And it'll be on sometimes. And I'll be like, what the? F what are you watching this? What is, is, I it, don't, is it all porn? No, I mean, there's a lot of big breasted people and uh you know there's a lot i i, I can't watch so is the stuff that's not porn anime porn is does it lean sexual even though it's not anime porn well, i gotta tell you danny uh, i have not watched I, i'm in there and i watch it and i'm like what are you doing and then i i like i i, I yell and i i kind of mumble a little bit and then i i move on but it's just not in my wheelhouse that's before my that's after my time yeah I mean, I'm old school. I'm watching, you know, Tom and Jerry and crap like that and yeah. reruns like, of that and the Jetsons and, you know. Anime to me is the G-Force. That yeah. was the, where the Japanese cartoonists would, uh, you know, serve us up those awesome cartoons. And every other word would be, huh? You know, <laughs> and for some reason, they think Americans say, huh? Every other word. <laughs> and that, but that was awesome, right? Like they turned into superheroes, these characters that was an awesome cartoon but now flash forward to 2022 i'm not sure i i guess we need an anime class from our buddy alex teicher yeah i was just going to bring teicher's name up we've had him on the podcast he is blowing up i, I told him the other night he, he he goes to these anime conventions he has a couple of podcasts about anime and you might as well be speaking russian uh, i had no i had no idea i know what borscht is but that's about it but so he's telling me the whole story and and it's got this it's not really a niche it's it's really popular with young people and and so the theory is when they get older they're gonna still like it but he's he's got some gigs me like the ryan seacrest of anime <laughs> and travel around to anime conventions and so it's pretty pretty wild man we should do an anime version of the show we could do that like an anime version of the show all right. Uh, what is next here? Keep it going on the uh, mail. A little more time. I got mail. Yeah. Yay. I got mail. Yay. Angelina writes in. She said, I heard your trip itinerary on an earlier podcast and the two podcasts about it afterwards. Uh, it would have been really fun to have met you in Wisconsin. But she says Appleton is about four hours away from the K-Fan, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Western Wisconsin area. Bummer. Uh, but she said she did enjoy hearing about the adventures. Good job, she says, to Danny G. Grazie, grazie. On the podcast while you were gone, and glad to have you back. Hope you get to the Twin Cities area at some point. Yeah, so I was looking at the map, and it is a long drive. Yeah, and I, and I we had a couple people from Minnesota. We had several people said they were going to drive over to Wisconsin. I was, I was slightly disappointed that none of them showed up from Minnesota. I know there's a rivalry between Wisconsin and Minnesota and all that, but I thought at least one person from Minnesota would show up. So I'm looking at the map and I, I do it every couple of years. I figure I have to go back to Appleton to visit my brother. And I, I flew into Chicago cause it's cheaper, but next time I could fly into Minneapolis and then drive across Minnesota, drive around all the lakes and all that and drive through Wisconsin and go and go that way. There so you I, think, go. I think I'll try doing that next time. That is one state I've always wanted to visit. I'm very curious to check out Minnesota. Yeah, I've only been to the airport. I've changed flights in Minnesota 
a couple times over the years and that's it. So it's beautiful when you're landing very low. I've, I've not landed in the winter. I imagine it's a much different vibe in the winter, but I've been there in the spring or the fall or summer where, you know, usually in the spring or the summer, it's bright green. There's water everywhere. It's pretty, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, we have uh, time for one more, only one You've more got mail. All right. This one's from Jason in Rocky Mount, Virginia. And says, uh, so Ben, you finally had Bojangles on your ship. I did, Jason, in Rocky Mountain, Virginia. I should have brought twice. it. I did. I, yeah, you're right. I did eat it twice. Uh, so I uh, finally had Bojangles on your trip. I'm glad you enjoyed it more than the other places. It is my favorite in this area. Although, if I ever get out to the, the West one day, I will try Raising Cane's. Uh, so uh, no uh, no real uh, this this week. Uh, just glad to have you back. All right, so there's uh, there's Jason. And Bojangles was good. Uh, of the fried chicken sandwich places in the South that I tried, that was my favorite. I did enjoy that very much. And as as you said, Danny, I went back and yeah, my last meal in Virginia before we got on the big bird to fly back to the West Coast was was a little Bojangles. So. Now, since you've been back, have you had any fried chicken withdrawals? Uh, no, I have eaten a lot of in and out though, since I got back, I've gone back to the in and out, which is the West coast version of the, uh, as we talked about Culver's in Wisconsin, the great uh, butter burger place. Anyway, enough about that. What do you have to promote? What's going on with you in Danny G's world? You yeah. now have a 30 second vignette to promote whatever you want to do a commercial about <laughs> you, you name it, anything going on with you, you want to promote. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm hungry, even though it's the morning time right now. I'm going to go get an In-N-Out burger, and then I'm going to make my way to the FSR studios to produce Covino and Rich. And then in the evening time, it will be Arnie Spanier, who, by the way, last week read a tweet from a listener that was trying to stir shit up, saying that I only referred to him and Chris Plank as your warm-up. Oh, okay. All right. Here I am giving Arnie a plug, and he finds a way to make it negative. Yeah. Did, right? he, did he then pivot to talk about how he knew Steve Kerr in high school? Did he then do that? <laughs> no, no. I'm like, I'm like, Arnie, you are the warm up to Ben Maller. And that and Chris Plank agreed. Yeah, it's kind of a fact, Arnie. So here's a middle finger to Arnie, who's a, a joy <laughs> to work with every Sunday night. <laughs> oh, Laker fans. <laughs> on, on the serious, we all do get along with Arnie, but the way he annoys all of us and that comes through on your speakers, I'm sure. That is all real. Arnie annoys everybody he works with because, Ben, the day that you're going to work with him, he is constantly texting you hours before his show is even going to begin. He's like, "What? which Comrex am I going to connect on? I don't know, Arnie. Your oh. show's not for another 10 hours. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, oh, and, and I'm I'm happy to report I am not like that. I hope I never become like that. Not, you know, I love Arnie. You know, it's like a Furman's like that too, the furball. Yes. Furball is very similar. I want a mature guy. And I love detail oriented people, but not 10 hours before you're going to be on the air. There's some other programming on before you. Yeah. 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 You, you gotta, you gotta pace yourself. It's, you know, you're going to go, go crazy thinking about all the stuff that you have to worry about to get on the air and they're getting cooked up and blah, blah, blah. That's not leave it alone. Leave it alone. Let it breathe. Let yeah, it breathe. Attack. And then of course, after that show is over at 11 PM, our local time, that's when your first show of the week begins. Yes. The new week will be here and uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of basketball and, other made for sports talk radio controversy, whatever the controversy, the catch of the week, the controversy of the week, we will be there with blow by blow. So Bruder film style, frame by frame coverage of all of it and have a wonderful rest of your day. And again, if you want to send an email in for a future podcast, we'd love to read your question. Just like these other people that sent messages in, you can email me real fifth hour at gmail.com. That's R E A L. F-I-F-T-H hour at gmail.com or, or go on the Facebook page, Ben Maller show. Uh, usually Tuesday, sometimes on Monday, I'll, I'll pin it to the top of the Facebook page and you can send a question in and we uh, could use it on the show. So have a great rest of your Sunday and uh, we'll talk to you next week on the podcast, but tonight on the radio show.
Pasta, pasta. <laughs> got a murder, got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.